welcome to the Holistically You podcast. We are your hosts, Brooke Flower and Tracy Murray. This podcast is aimed at mums just like you who are navigating the world of motherhood one step at a time. Whether you're a new mum or a mum who has three kids up her sleeve, you'll finish listening to each episode feeling empowered and holistically educated so you can tackle motherhood in a way that suits your family. Now, sit back, throw on bluey and pop some headphones in. Hi, Brooke. Hello, how are you going? Good, how are you? Good. Been a busy week. Yes, (laughs) yes. Always busy. How about you? Yeah, just nuts. Like kids have been sick this week, um, which means I've had less time to be able to focus on my work, which is always stressful because in the back of your head it just starts building and building and building. But obviously kids come first, um, but Otis seems to be okay now. It's just Casper who has obviously caught the germs from Otis. So that's lovely. So yeah. like that. Yes. All right. So we're going to talk a bit more about your birth journey tonight. So take us through a bit more about it. Alrighty. So um, I've given birth twice now. Um, Otis was my first and Casper was my second. Um, two very, very different births. <laughs> Always um, is. Yes. So my first birth was with Otis, obviously. And, you know, I didn't know much. I went into it pretty, pretty naively and didn't do my research. I didn't think I needed to do research, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't think I needed to know a lot which sounds so dumb when I say it out loud. It doesn't, though, because when you talk to every mum who's pregnant and who's never had a child before, no one does the research because it's a natural response. And, you you know, there's only so much you can know, like, in research if you don't know what to research because you don't know because you haven't had that experience before. Yeah, and, you know, all the stories I've just heard are just, you know, from, you know, relatives that are like, oh, it's just fine, you just do it, you know, it just happens. And I'm just like, okay, it'll just happen. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I went into it pretty, pretty clueless. And it was a bit of a shit show, my first one, unfortunately. Um, I went, I went private and I went private with both and I'll definitely go private again. I really liked that experience. Um, And I loved my obstetrician. She is amazing. Um, it was not her fault. I don't believe it was her fault at all that my first birth didn't go as well as I'd liked um, because I feel like I need to take responsibility for that as well. Like I said, yeah. I didn't do my research. I just went into it thinking all was good. I didn't think I needed to have a plan, um, yeah. but I did. So what ended up happening was um, with Otis, I went full term, which I guess is what they say is 40 weeks. Yeah. Um, and then we started talking induction. And I'd never really heard any horror stories about induction. I wanted to <laughs> avoid it. Um, but, you know, as it was creeping along, it kept coming up. And she kind of just said, you know, he's a big boy. Um, why don't we look at inducing you at 41 weeks? I was like, okay, I can do 41 weeks. Um, and then yet yeah, went into like a scan, maybe a day or two beforehand. And she's like, yep, you know, um, what do you think? And I was like, okay, yep, let's just book it in. Let's, let's just do it basically. And, yeah. um, so yeah, then we went into the hospital, um, on a 
Wednesday night um, to, to obviously uh, start being induced. And the first thing I got given was um, the gels. I can't remember yep. exactly yep. what they're yep. called. Um, and she said, like, sit tight. Um, Paul was there with me for a bit. And she said, Paul, you just go home. Nothing's going to happen. Um, and we'll either just come back in the morning or we'll call you if something happens. And we're really lucky. We only live about 10 minutes from the hospital. So I felt fine with that. That's he so felt good. fine with that. Yeah. So he went home and they told me to sleep. But, of course, who sleeps? <laughs> Like, seriously. You can't let you know you're going to have a baby the next day. No, exactly. Like, I'm excited. I'm nervous. The lights, the noises, they're coming in to check you. Like, you can't sleep. So, luckily, I brought a book with me. Um, And so, I just, you know, sat there um, reading. And it got to about 3 a.m. And nothing had really happened. Um, And my obstetrician had told the midwives, if nothing had happened by that point, you can give her another um dose of the gels so they did that um and that's it was not long after that that I started getting that sort of period pain in my lower back and I thought oh this is exciting it's going to happen now like this is cool and then um I didn't know what to do like and again I feel so stupid saying that out loud but I didn't know what to do I was just like do I just lie here and let this happen do I it is, and, you, and I felt silly asking the midwives, "What do I do?" So I didn't, I didn't ask anything, um, and so yeah, I just kind of kept reading my book, and it was getting worse, and I was getting a bit fidgety, you know, when you kind of get that achiness and you start kind of moving your hips, and the midwife says, "Oh, are you okay?" I said, "Oh, I'm getting a bit of the like period pain." She said, yep, that's great. That's a great sign. Everything's progressing. Um, and I said, "Oh, can I get in the shower?" And she's like, "Yeah, of course you can." because um, our, our room had a shower um, so I got in the shower and that felt amazing um, I had the hot water going on my back um, and she was just kind of sitting in there with me we we're just chatting and whatnot and then um, it started getting a bit more intense I, was I your partner think, at home yeah he was still at home at that point That's I hadn't called him <laughs> yeah like I hadn't even thought to call him yet <laughs> then I was like oh you know it's five o'clock in the morning I'll just wait till he wakes up from yeah, I don't know why oh I was God. thinking any of that. I know. I was hate to do that alone. It's exciting. You want to do it with someone. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I didn't call him yet. Um, anyway, so then um, it started ramping up pretty quickly. Like, uh, I don't remember it being like contraction waves, but I just remember it getting more and more um, painful uh, yes. and, and like achiness sort of thing. And then I got out the shower and I said to him, like, I want to call my husband. Like, this is this is getting pretty intense now. And I called him and he goes, oh, I'm literally getting in the car. Uh, he goes, I, I woke up um, really early so I could come and, and be with you. So I was like, oh, perfect timing. Then he's like, I'll be there in five minutes. Um, so, yeah, and then he walked on in. And then, yeah, and things really started ramping up. And I, I instantly, as soon as things started ramping up, I could feel myself spiralling. And I was yeah. just like, I'm spiraling so early. What What is going on? Um, Not the same. And then, no. And, and I, again, I had no idea what was going on. I, I didn't even know about the stages of labour either. Neither. Like, neither did I, just, I the first time. You just, I don't yeah. understand. I don't and I was just going with it. And then it was probably about, I think, 8 a.m. Yeah. Um, when my obstetrician came in. And she's like, how are things going? I was like, yeah, like I'm in labour. <laughs> I can feel it. Like it's happening. And she's like, great, great, great. And she's like, oh, we're just going um, we'll, to um, break, break your waters, basically. Yep. And I was like, yep, cool. 
again, didn't question it because I didn't think I was allowed or what. I probably knew I was allowed to question things, but I didn't think to question it anyway. So yeah. she she used the they're, um, the, they're doing the best thing for you, no, no, baby. Yeah, Always. yeah. God so she did the otherwise. Yeah, exactly. So she did the hook, the hook thing. Yes. Uh, I can't remember what, exactly what it's called. Um, but yeah, popped the hook in, popped the um, the sack, and yeah, a gush of liquid obviously came out, and the contractions ramped right up. Um, yeah and so she's like okay stand up you're going to obviously feel some more gushing come out um that's very normal and I stood up and I felt dizzy all of a sudden um and I had a contraction and obviously water all came out um and I'm standing there I was starting to get upset because I was just like I was starting to really feel like I had no control of what was happening anymore um and all of a sudden I looked at my midwife and I said I'm I'm gonna vomit and she's like, oh, okay. Um, and she she went to grab a vomit bag and there was none in the room. And she was like, shit. <laughs> and my husband grabbed the bin. <laughs> and basically I'm standing there naked, contracting. <laughs> my waters were gushing out of me and I'm oh vomiting. Both into, ways, mate. Yeah, basically both ways. I'm vomiting into a bag, uh, into the bin, sorry. And my husband's holding it and he's just like, oh, what have I walked into? <laughs> um, and I looked at him, I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, what are you apologizing for? Like, this is, I don't, he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. And then as soon as I sort of vomited a few times, I felt fine. And oh, it feels so said, much better when you get it out. Yeah. And we both said, you're probably just going into a bit of shock. You know, everything's sort of ramping up now. Um, and then from here, it's a bit of a blur. I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember it being really really intense um and I was trying to suck on the gas and I was kind of passing out with that and they ended up taking it off of me because apparently I was just doing it too much and I wasn't giving myself a break and it just yeah it wasn't wasn't ideal so that sucked um and then it got to a point where Otis started going to a bit of stress so they had to Mm -hmm. monitor me and I had to lay on the bed and basically I'm just getting I was getting hit by back-to-back contractions and I just had to lay there being monitored and it's it was so shit. it was just I was a mess and you I can't even control your body no and my amazing midwife had stepped out briefly I think she for whatever reason and another midwife came in and she was foul she was the most awful person that could have been in that room with me um she my husband like Paul was starting to stress a little bit because he's like is the baby okay is Tracy okay and she was like yep 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 and just giving him like no in-depth answers basically just brushing him off and I said I need I need an epidural I can't do this anymore I I need an epidural and she went yep she didn't move and she didn't do anything and then I'm hit with another contraction um, and I said, please, I need an epidural. And she's like, yep, yep, we'll get you one. But she didn't, she didn't initiate anything. She wasn't she doing anything. She's just still, she's just standing there watching the chart. And Paul's like, uh, what, what is happening here? Move, and I think, I, yeah, like, yeah, literally, move, bitch. Um, and I think I asked one more time before my other midwife came back. Um, and then that that foul lady left. And I said to my midwife, like, is the epidural coming? She's like, what epidural? I said, I've like, and Paul goes, she's asked for an epidural three times. Has has no one been called? She's like, no, not that I know of. Let me call one. Um, boom, she grabbed her phone out, called the anaesthetist. He was there within 10 minutes. 
Lucky um, you. Oh, my God. Well, oh. I have to figure out to wait an hour and a half. Oh, and by nah, then, he... I was like, well, there's no bloody point. Yeah, yeah. So he um he got there really quick. Um, And I remember his name. His name was Dr. Archer. And I remember it because my best friend's dog's name's Archer. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. That, that's just a weird thing I remember. Anyway, so he comes in and he's cracking a joke. And I just looked at him like, this is no time for a joke. Like, <laughs> get this. Get shit going. Get this going, basically. And he's like, all right, let's. Let's get you up. And I, I couldn't I couldn't sit up. I was just in so much pain. He's like, okay, lie on your side and crawl, make yourself into like a prawn to like bend your body over. I was like, okay, I can do that. And I did it. And he's like, Tracy, that is the shittest prawn I've ever seen. You need to bend tighter. I was like, I can't. And all the while I'm getting hit like back yeah. to back contraction. You can't bloody Paul, move. I can't move. And so Paul basically hogtied me. Um, he grabbed my knees, grabbed my arms, scooped them together. And yeah, the needle going in, honestly, everyone kept telling me that epidural needles were these awful things. And obviously everyone has different experiences, but I, I was like, feel it. I didn't feel it. I just felt pressure. Yes. Yeah, all I felt, he's like, you're going to feel it go in. And I just felt like he was pushing something yeah, into my back. That's all yeah, it felt like. Same. Um, and then, oh God, almost instantly I was relieved and I just sat there, I'm like, oh, this is insane. And Paul goes to me, he's like, this is the first time I've seen you smile or be okay yeah. in hours, basically. Um, so then the, yeah, the epidural went in um, and we just sat back and didn't do too much. And then I can't remember how long it was, but then I started to feel things again. And yeah. I looked at my midwife, I'm like, please tell me you can chop this up. Like, please tell me you can give me more because I'm starting to feel again and I I, I can't go back to that place. I can't go back there. She's like, oh, no, it's okay, it's okay. And they, they topped it back up and I was like, ah, oh, that's better. Um, And then, yeah, things, again, a bit blurry. I can't really remember exactly what happened here. Yeah. Um, but then my obstetrician came in um, and Otis was still in a bit of stress. So his heart rate kept basically going up and down, up and down. And my mid- my midwives are panicking. They were like, we're going to have to prep you for a cesarean. Yes. Um, and I, I then just went, no, no, no. Like, no offense to anyone that has a cesarean, but I just, I was so scared of that. That was just petrifying to yeah, me. Last going result. into you like a major surgery. Well, I think, yeah, oh, it's, a, it's a major surgery. Yeah, I've Probably never... So. Let's go I've get never even, fixed. Yeah, I've never even broken a bone. Like, yeah. I was just like, I can't. I've never I'm been just, in I surgery. so terrified. Um, and my obstetrician was like, no, that's the last thing we're going to do. Let me just figure things out first. And she was amazing. She was talking us through it. Oh, um, like, I've just got to figure out what Otis is doing. Well, she didn't know his name, but, you know, I've got to figure out what Bubs is doing, you know. Is he actually like what is what's stressing him out? That kind of thing. Anyway, um, she relaxed me when she was there, which was great. And so she checked me again and she's like, Oh, actually, she's like, let's push, let's get him out. Like you're 10 centimeters. I was like, Yes, <laughs> let's go. Um, and so I had to do the whole thing. I hate pushing when back. you can't I hate when they tell you teach you how to push and you're like, What do you mean? I this can't was feel awful. anything. That's the worst thing about an epidural, you can't feel anything. No. Nah. So basically, um, yeah, I, I was on my back, uh, as you are when you have an epidural, legs up in the stirrups, oh, uh, pulled to my left, midwife to my right, um, ob in my in my vajayjay. <laughs> um, and she's like, all right, Tracy, 
push and I'm pushing and she's like yeah no nah. <laughs> like you know and, and she's like oh, I'll push again and like, we're, we're doing the pushing and whatnot and I was progressing and I could feel the pressure happening like could feel him descending and whatnot and then um all of a sudden the emergency alarms went off and we all just froze and we're like what is going on and this is a really small private hospital so um you know all the you know people are really close by basically and my midwife my obstetrician stopped what she's doing she looked out the door and she's like what is going on down the hallway rara and um there was like people running around and there's like a bit of panic and she's like am i needed um and someone said yes yes you're needed and so she she ran she left me and i'm like what the hell and paul and the midwife were like oh my midwife then ran and i'm like oh okay what is going what? on yeah, so Paul and I were left in the delivery room by ourselves, my legs in the stirrup. I'm like, uh, is that real life? This is real life. And Paul's looking at me like, it's okay. He's trying to be calm for me. But inside, he's absolutely losing it, thinking, what the fuck is going on? Um, and this is a private hospital. And so he, yeah, and so he like kind of went out down the hallway to see what was going on. And apparently, the woman next door who was also birthing at the same time was hemorrhaging and yeah so basically that's why my obstetrician obviously picked her over me (laughs) because she's hemorrhaging and there was an obstetrician in there with with her but they needed help um so then my midwife came back and she was like it's okay it's fine let's keep going Tracy and I'm just like oh my god there's a woman next door hemorrhaging and you want me to keep going like this is what is going on um anyway so started pushing again and then maybe like two two or three pushes later um my obstetrician walks back in all cool calm and collected she's like it's okay um woman next door's fine everything's fine baby's okay mum's okay let's let's birth your baby i'm just like what what is going on um anyway so yeah so you started pushing and she's like okay tracy um, we're going to need to do an episiotomy here. And I'm oh, like, fuck hell. Okay. I didn't time. want one of those. I was like, I didn't want one of those. And I'm like, am I going to feel it? Um, and she's oh, like, no, it's like, got, what I reckon it sounds like is a balloon that's pumped up and you get a scalpel through there. That's oh, what it sounds like. Do you not I think? know. Oh, oh my God. So, I will never forget that sound. I don't, I didn't hear the sound. Like, thankfully. Oh, I, um, God. so she, I just went, yeah, whatever. Like. I don't even care at this point anymore. <laughs> just get, just get my baby out. Yeah, so at that point, she gave me care. that, and then, and then she's like, "Okay, Tracy, I'm gonna, I have to use the forceps. We can't, like, we can't get him out here." And I'm just like, "Fuck me!" I'm like, "Please, no, 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 no!" I'm like, oh. and then Paul just looked at me, goes, "Breathe, you'll be okay." I'm like, oh "But when I'm a baby, my baby," and I'm like, "He's like, it's okay, it's okay. We've just got to do it." I'm like, "Oh, fuck me." So I'm just like, whatever, whatever, just do what you have to do. So she she put the forceps around his head and obviously pulled him out. And then I tore further. Mm. So I ended up with a third degree tear, which oh, is God. pretty massive. That's he nuts. came out, formed onto my chest. Um, and I was in shock. Like, I was just like, oh, like, what is this on my chest? Like, um, yeah. he was crying and obviously, and they're like, oh my God. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool, and shaking a bit. Um, You're in shock. Yeah, I was in absolute shock, and Paul's crying because he's just, he's just so relieved after everything that we've been through, 
he's like fuck like thank god they're both fine um and then that's such a similar first birth yeah and then I can't remember how long it was until my placenta was born it was a natural thing I think it came out pretty quick like I, I know she played around with my stomach a bit um but it came out pretty quickly and then she stitched me up um and I started I started um getting sensation again as she was stitching me up and I'm like I can feel you stitching me that's the same as me and she she goes looked at me she goes I have one more stitch to do do you want me to go I'm like fuck it (laughs) just go and oh my god it was or it was, I mean, in comparison to what I'd just been through, it was nothing, but it would still stung. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's an odd feeling. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so pretty intense birth. Um, and, yeah, not not um, something that I wish to do again. No. Like I said, I, I love my obstetrician and I love her, but I definitely feel like I, I, yeah, part of it was to blame because I didn't do my research. I didn't voice myself. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. Like I just, I went into it very blindly. Um, but yeah, I definitely didn't feel in control of anything of, of my own body choices. Yeah, I know she, I know she definitely, she definitely asked me everything. She didn't just tell me she was doing things. Yeah. Um, but I still felt like, you know, when, when things like that happen, it's just. just go, go, go. Yeah. And then, you know. It's like you're getting an informed decision. Because you're yeah. not getting all the, the questions, yeah. the risks, the factors. You don't get anything. You just get a question asked to you. Like, you know all the information when you don't. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that was all good. And then, obviously, he was here and he was beautiful and, and whatnot. But then Casper's birth could not be any more different. Oh, good. So, with him, he was – so, Otis was born at 41 weeks exactly. Mm-hmm. and so was Casper but Casper was spontaneous oh wow um yeah so going into my second birth I I did everything absolutely everything <laughs> I could do to prepare myself I worked what kind with of things did you do so I worked with a hypnotist so I didn't do hypnobirthing I actually worked with a proper hypnotist okay. um he actually um does fringe shows as well he's Isaac Loman um oh, cool he does amazing fringe shows and he works with families where um or or, sorry individuals where they can quit smoking they can lose weight like it's it's like a quite an intense side of hypnotherapy I think anyway so I worked with him because I was like I'd obviously heard great things about hypnobirthing I want to go in with everything on my belt basically so I did a couple of sessions with him he taught me how to put myself into a hip uh, into a trance basically into a hypno it hit, oh, I can't exactly what the term it almost is, but feels yeah. like that though when you're in labor and you're empowered and you're doing it yourself you mm. feel like you're in a different yeah element you feel like you're in a different universe like where your head is it's just it's such a like an impact like it, the feeling like I yeah I can't yeah exactly yeah so he taught me how to yeah put myself into hypnosis and one of the sessions um Paul came along too and yes. my best friend came along too as well. So I was going to have them both at my birth. Um, of course, I was having Paul. But, yeah, I wanted my bestie there this time. And um, so basically he gave them tools to help me relax if I did start to lose it in a situation. So basically he taught them how to, like, put pressure point on my forehead and speak to me in a really calm way that would then relax me. So that was a really good tool as well. Um 
and then obviously I listened to as many positive birth stories as I could. Um, I listened to Australian uh, Australian birth stories podcast. Um, cool. I listened to like probably like an episode a day because <laughs> I just wanted to learn everything, yeah. absolutely everything to do with birth. And so I also spoke with my obstetrician, which was the same lady. And I was just like, you know, I said, look, in, in hindsight, my birth wasn't the worst, but for me, it was. It was not what I wanted. And she was like, nope, I totally get that. Let's, let's like, come at it at a different angle this time. Um, so she worked with me, which was amazing. She That's knew so I was cool. doing the hypnotherapy. She knew my best friend was going to be in the room. Um, and I educated myself on the stages of labor, what to expect, and, and all that kind of stuff, basically. So I was going into this. Had all the um, research. Yeah. And I started getting acupuncture in the last month of my pregnancy as well um, by my friend Carla. Um, and so, yeah, I was just trying to do everything to prep myself, to prep my body. I even did um, the epi nose. Do you know what that is? No, I haven't heard of that. So an epi is to prevent um, episiotomy. So epi It's quite clever. Um, but basically it's like a balloon. And you insert it into your vagina in the weeks leading Next up to, levels. yeah, into in the weeks leading up to your birth, and you start stretching it. Did you basically. get a tear the second time? Listen, no, I'll tell you at the end. Um, <laughs> you're jumping <laughs> too far ahead, Rook. <laughs> um, so basically, like every day or every second day, I would insert the balloon. It's like a yeah, like a balloon. Um, and your aim is to get it up to like six or seven centimeters. Um, and that's stretching your vagina basically. And this will prepare your, your vagina for labor. So you've got mm. less chances of tearing. Um, and my, my obstetrician told me to get one of those as well. So yep, she, she knew I was doing that. Um, yeah. And so I told her, you're not inducing me this time. <laughs> I said, did you go to the same obstetrician? Yes. Yep. So I went to the same oh. lady. Um, cause I loved her. I, I really, and I, and I connected with her. So um, went to the same lady and yeah, I told her, I said, you're not inducing me unless we get to 42 weeks or unless, you know, Bubs is in distress or something like that. I said, but if everything is going fine, I'm happy to even do daily monitoring if need be. But I said, I want to avoid uh, being induced. And she's like, yep, all good. Um, so yeah. And so we did, I think we did two stretch and sweeps. I wanted those. Um, we did one at... I can we did one at 39 weeks, to be honest, I think. Um, and then we did one on, actually, it was the day before. Day before I went into labor, we did another one. And she said, because I, so I was three centimeters dilated at just before 41 weeks. Yep. And she said, let's, do, like, do you want to do a stretch and sweep? I said, get, get in there. And I said, get in there, like, quite firmly, like, get things moving, basically um and so she did yeah well it was pretty uncomfortable but um I think that was definitely what got it going um and something interesting also happened so she she listened to his heart rate and she's like oh listen to listen to the heart rate and it was and it was slower and I was like oh that why is it slower is everything okay she's like oh this like it's actually turned into more of a um not human heart rate but um not like a fetus heart rate anymore. So you know what the when the fetus heart rate is like quite fast every time you go to yeah. the um, sonographer, but it was now slowed. 
And I reckon that was an indication that I was actually going to go into labor. Like it, it, he was actually ready sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know if there's actually any evidence behind that, but that's just my own thoughts. Um, anyway, so it was a Tuesday morning um, and Otis had kinder gym. And yeah, I was 41 weeks, 41 weeks exactly. Um, and I took him to kinder gym and I, I started feeling niggles. And exciting. I was like, oh, I reckon this is it. And I didn't say anything to Paul. I was like, I don't want to say anything because I'd had, I'd been having stop and start contractions for three weeks. Yeah, you don't want to get um, the hopes up. No. And like I'd called the hospital even some nights thinking it was the go time, but it wasn't. And they'd just teeter off by morning. So I didn't want to just say it and then, yeah, and it not be another moment. So he was at work. I took Otis to kinder gym. We were playing and I could just... Yeah, I kept having to like move my hips. I'm like, oh, I surely this is it. Surely this is it. And all oh. the mums, like the mums there, are like, I can't believe you're here again. Like we sh- we thought you would have had the baby by I now. Hate when I say like, that. I know. I'm like, oh, it's all good. Like, and I didn't say to them, I think I'm in labour. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I might see you next week. Um, and anyway, so we went home, and I jumped on the exercise ball, and I started doing my figure eights. I was like, let's get these hips open. <laughs> and I started doing that. Um, and they and they were I was getting contractions, but they were pretty inconsistent. That's so I, I called hate. Paul. I yeah. That. And then, and I called Paul. I said, Look, I'm pretty sure I'm in labor. Um, like if you want to come home, come home. He's like, Yeah, I think I'll come home. So he came home and then I called the hospital. And I'm like, look, I think I'm in labor, but they are still inconsistent. Is there anything I can do? to get myself established and she's like put a breast pump on your boobs I was like perfect so I'm literally sitting on the ball in the lounge room I had the room. exact same thing yeah so I'm sitting on the ball doing my figure eights in the lounge room um and I've got the breast pump on it must have been like such a sight <laughs> um Paul's just like sitting there watching tv just was napping um and I'm doing that and then all of a sudden I got this craving for um uh, a pie from my favorite cafe. What cafe and is it? It's called um, Cherry Darlings. It's a vegan cafe. Oh, really? yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know yeah. that place. I, I love, love that it. Place. so good. What yeah. one have you got party yet? I got, oh, I think I got the tuna mornay one. Ew, um, that's gross. I like the cheese and mints. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, anyway, so I said to Paul, I'm like, I really, really want a pie. And he's like, oh, well, do you want me to go get you one? I'm like, no, I'll go. It's fine. And he's like, what? I'm like, no, I'll go. It's okay. Uh, and he let me. I look back. I'm like, why did you let me? <laughs> anyway, so I got in the car and I was. <laughs> I'm still contracting a little bit. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go for a drive. I put on. I I was listening to Teresa Palmer's birth story on Australian birth stories, yeah. and I'm listening to that in the car. I'm on the way to Cherry Darlings. I got there. Literally, I was in Cherry Darlings. I had a contraction. And I'm like, oh, yep, I want this pie. Like, I was just so calm. I was just, like, so calm about the whole situation. I was excited. So it was got in the car. Um, Yeah, I got in the car, started eating my pie, driving home, listening to the podcast again, got home. Um, and then things really started ramping up, and it was super exciting. And then I said to – we hadn't called my bestie yet. She is a school teacher. Um, I hadn't called her yet. And we hadn't called my nana who was going to come be with Otis. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just knew. I said, nah, it's, it's, it's going to happen. 
I said, we need to, we need to call in the troops basically. So um, Paul called my bestie first because she lived further away um, and goes, look, Trace, we think Trace is in labour, but don't leave work, but just be prepared for a call um, if things are going to go. And she's like, oh, I can leave work now. It's fine. And he's like, no, no, no. They get good. so excited. It's like, don't. We're just prepared. I know. Um, but thank God she did in the end. So she, she said she got off the phone to Paul and was so excited. She was telling some of her colleagues, like, oh, my bestie's going into labour. I'm going to be there. And they're like, maybe just leave now, just in case. And she's like, oh, they said not to. And apparently some of them were like, leave go be with them because you don't want to miss it so she ended up leaving and coming and grabbing her bags and and coming to our house um and then we called my nana she got her stuff together and also came over so they basically basically rocked up at the same time and things had really kicked off by then I was like actually having to sort of pause between a contraction and put myself into a bit of a trance and breathe through it Um, yeah I'll get it and then I didn't feel the I didn't actually feel comfortable at home I wanted to be at the hospital I wanted to get to the hospital Uh, because I know a lot of people are the opposite a lot of the people are like you know we we felt more comfortable at home whatever for me yeah yeah for me I wanted to get to the hospital so I didn't I had no idea how far along I was I definitely knew things had established um yeah but I said all right let's say goodbye to Otis and I hate doing that and I, I got so emotional. It's so hard not to see and he, like, he couldn't give two shits about me. He was like, I've got Nana here. Like, <laughs> I'm fine. And I'm just like, oh. um, yeah, I had another contraction before I got into the car. And I was just like so excited by this stage. I was like, like let's just get to the hospital. How's so this excited. baby? Like, I'm so excited. Experience ever. Yeah. Um, and so driving, driving to the hospital, I think I had two contractions in the car. And that they were probably my worst contractions because obviously you're sitting in this chair, you've got the seatbelt on, you can't move. Um, yeah, they were probably my worst contraction out of the whole labour was the ones in the car. Mm. Um, we walked up to the hospital and they're like, oh, hello. I'm like, oh, I'm in labour. And I realised I hadn't called them. <laughs> I was just like so excited that we just rocked up. Well. And, I, and she's like, oh, oh, okay, right. Um, let's, can, do you mind if like, can we check you to like see how far along you're? I'm like, yeah, check me. And I laid on the bed and the contraction stopped. Oh, and I hate that. I, and I went, no, 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 no. Get me up, get me up, get me up. I said, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving this hospital. I'm in labor. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, stand up. So I stood back up and did a couple of like laps around the room and whatnot. And then they started again. I said, is there any way you can check me whilst I'm standing up? <laughs> Cause I'm not lying down. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. So she checked me and I think I was four or five centimeters. So definitely, and she's like, you know, yeah, we'll definitely, um, uh, what's the word, um, get you in basically, you know, get, get you into a room. Um, yeah. And so we went into a room and it was the same room I gave birth to Otis. Oh, that's so nice. So that I liked that. I liked that. Even though obviously Otis's birth was not still familiarization. It was still nice. It was familiar. And I ended up having the same midwife who was so beautiful. What? I loved it. Yeah. So I guess going back to the same hospital, small hospital, it was bound to happen. But yeah, yeah I was so just good. so happy that I got the same midwife, the lovely one. Um, not the foul one. The same, no, not the foul one. Anyway, so we got in and then um, we're like, okay, let's set up the room. We like dimmed the lights. And I said, okay, Paul, like put some music on. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> I looked at him like, 
excuse me, what have you done? And he's like, oh, I left, I left the iPad at home. I'm like, fuck's sake, Paul. He's like, one oh, job, oh, mate. Yeah, one, one, job. one job, mate. And he's like, I'll, I'll duck home. I'm like, okay, all good. Don't let, I'm like, Tracy, don't let this piss you off. It's all good. He'll be fine. It's 10 minutes down the road. So he, he chuffed back home to go get the iPad that ended up being in his fucking pocket, by the way. He had it the whole time. I know. <laughs> I was like, Paul, seriously. Um, so in, in between that time of him leaving and coming back, Ash and I had gotten into our bathers. I told her to bring her bathers. Um, and she was oh, in the shower with me. So close. Yeah, yeah. So we so she jumped in the shower with me. So basically I was um, like a mixture of being on all fours and being on the exercise ball. And she was like putting the hot water on me. She was doing like gentle touches like she was very much my like doula I guess in a way um oh, and she was like pressing on my hips whenever I asked for it and things like, oh, that. So, like that yeah so she was amazing and then Paul came back and I was like get into your um your bathers too and he's like oh fucking hell like do I have to get in the shower with both of you oh, he's like shut this up. is a bit weird <laughs> threesome um, but, yeah yeah <laughs> and then so he got in and he um yeah, and we're all just like talking and it was just the best experience. Like we'll just I there was no concept of time. I'd That's what I like in about between labor. there's no time of concept. Like no. nothing. You don't know and what time it is. It's no. AM or PM, nothing. Yeah. And That's so I would have a contraction. So I would feel my I would feel a contraction building and I would put myself into the trance. And I'd I'd basically go floppy over the exercise ball. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the contraction was over, I'd be awake again. And it was just, and then I was fine. I was talking to them. I was laughing, we're chatting. And then I'd feel one again and I'd go floppy. I'd go into the trance and it was insane. Like I can honestly say I never felt any pain. It's crazy. I, yeah. The, the, the trance being. The power of the mind. Hip, yeah. Power of the mind and, and being able to actually hypnotize myself was just the most amazing thing. And I was so relaxed and, um, I was doing like the, uh, I was like blowing my mouth, like the, like the raspberries and yep. things when I needed. Um, and then, and then I started making some like mooing sounds. Oh, um, I, really I just, yeah. I, w- I wasn't trying to do them. It was just happening. And my midwife popped her head in and she's like, Tracy, that sounds very different. How are you going? I'm like, I'm going good. And she's like, okay. She's like, could we maybe check you? I'm like, mm, not just yet. And she's like, okay, that's fine. She didn't check me. And then I had another couple of like mooey um, type contractions. And then I made like this deep, <laughs> like, you know, like really deep primal noise. And Paul went, Tracy, you're right. And the midwife goes, Tracy, I would really, really love to check you just because your, your obstetrician's not here. And I was like, okay, I'm happy for you to check me now. Like, and I, I think I knew, I knew I started, I was transitioning. I could totally feel yeah, myself when transitioning. You learned the difference. Yeah, because really I got, know. I also got some shivers. I got like the cold shivers yeah. go through my body. And then I just knew, I'm like, oh, I've transitioned, but I didn't say anything. Um, and I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Popped me up on the bed and she's like, oh, yep, you're nine centimeters. <laughs> I was like, what? And this, I'd only been in the hospital for maybe two hours. It's crazy um and my, That's so good, uh, my best friend she was still in the shower <laughs> she's like did I just hear nine centimeters and Paul went yep she's nine centimeters and he's like she pushes at 10 doesn't she and the midwife <laughs> goes yeah yeah she pushes at 10 and he's like oh fuck like this is so close 
And so uh, midwife goes, I think we need to call the obstetrician. Um, and so they called Anthea, my obstetrician. She was like, yep, okay, cool. I'll be there in about 20 minutes. We felt my waters hadn't broken by this stage either. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go back in the shower. So I went back in the shower and it was like that real buzzing. We just knew how close it was going to be. And all of a sudden I had a contraction and my waters exploded on Ash's feet. And she was like, (laughs) oh, and I went, and Paul went, yeah, yeah, that was your waters. And the midwife comes in, she's hang on, was that your waters? Like everyone's just going, was that the waters? Waters? Um, Waters? And yeah, and we're just like, yeah, yeah, it was the waters. And I just felt him drop and I went, he's coming, he's coming. And my midwife goes, oh, shit. <laughs> so she's like, calls in a backup midwife um, to come in. And I'm sitting in the shower. And she's like, oh, Tracy, uh, like, do you want to get on the bed? I'm like, I'm not leaving the shower. I just said it like that. I didn't mean to be rude, but I just went, I'm not leaving the shower. And she's like, okay, yep, okay, right. Um, and I heard one of the midwives say to the other one, like, can we do this in the shower? Like, like, are we, are we, like is she allowed to birth in the shower? And I went, I'm not. I'll moving I want. <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm not moving and so Paul went all righties and I said Ash <laughs> do, do you want um said, Ash do you want do you want to watch and she's like yes so she went down to the end obviously where my ass and vagina is um and Paul stays right up near my head he will not go down there um so he he was my anchor basically so I was still like leaning over yeah, the yeah. birth ball but I was like holding onto his legs at the same time. And he's like, he had the hose on my back and whatnot. And Ash then started filming. So she filmed it for us. Oh, awesome. Um, and yeah, like I felt him basically, uh, he was there. He was in my vagina. I could feel him right there. Oh my um, God. It's and, so exciting. You can feel it. Yeah. And so he was basically crowning like, and we stood in the shower and then the midwife goes, I'll, Paul, I just need you to turn the water off now. Like we're all getting soaked here. I need to be able to see what's going on. Like and I was like, that's fine. I'm still not moving. <laughs> um, so I still, we still stayed in the shower. Um, and she was like, okay, like just just let it rest. And she wasn't telling me to push or anything. It was amazing. Like I was pushing a little bit, just involuntary. Um, yeah, yeah. But she was like, just pause. Let's just sit here. And God, I think he crowned for like, oh God, it would have been like ten minutes, but I didn't feel it. I did not feel the ring of fire. I felt nothing. Oh, it was wow. just, I just kept putting myself in that trance and just humming to myself. And it was insane. It was all quiet. It was just, it was so eerie. We're all really quiet. No one was really saying anything. It was just, they were just letting me be basically. Um, and then, and then I could feel it coming further and further, him coming further and further out. And then someone said, I think it was, I think it was Ash. She goes, oh my God, he has red hair. Um, Cause we knew he was a boy. And as soon as she said he has red hair, I was just like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And then um, I think it was a couple of pushes and his head came out and they're like, yep, his head's here, his head's here. Um, and then she, the midwife couldn't, like we couldn't quite get his shoulders out. Mm. So she's like, we just need you to flip over, just flip over Trace. Um, so I had like a baby half hanging out of me um, and I had to kind of like flip over and then, yeah, and then he came out basically and whacked him onto my chest um, and oh, he was, good... he didn't cry. Yeah, he didn't cry and he was, he was, he, he was basically asleep. He, seemed, he still seemed asleep and they were kind of giving you a couple of whacks and he, he, he was really slow to kind of respond and then 
there's start like a bit of a panic started happening. Um, and Ash stopped filming because she started getting a bit upset. She's like, oh, what's going on? Um, Paul started getting a bit upset as well. I was just like, nope, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. And they're whacking him, whacking him. And then he came to. Um, and yeah, I was just like, I was just holding him going, oh my God, I just did it. And I just, and in that moment, I realized that I'd done it. I had exactly. done what I wanted to do. And I looked at Paul, I'm like, I could do that again. <laughs> and he went, well, hold on. <laughs> just, you've just done it. Like, let's just hold your horses. And I'm just holding him. And... It's such a euphoric feeling. You just want oh, to go over and, and over I... again. It gets addictive. And, yeah. And I kind of, I stood up. No, I think I held him for a little bit on the floor. I think I held him. And then I stood up and my mid and the obstetrician walked in. And I was like, oh, I did it. <laughs> like, he's here. And she's like, oh, I missed it. I think she missed it by about 10 minutes. Um. And then I went and sat on the, lay on the bed and she was just like, tell me about it. She's like, I obviously wasn't here. So I'm like telling my obstetrician about the birth and whatnot. And, and then, um, yeah. And then I birthed the placenta and yeah, it was just the most euphoric experience. And I just felt so healed as well from Otis's yes. birth. Like I just, there was something, it was almost like I could finally let go of his birth. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. Like, I didn't know I was holding on to it, but in those moments, especially with him just on me and then seeing Casper like in, in Paul's arms and, and then in, in, in Ash's arms and we're just all like buzzing basically from this birth. Um, yeah, there was just something so healing and just so satisfying about that whole thing. Um, and yeah, I, oh, I can't wait to give birth again and I really hope it's just like Casper's because that it was just the be. most amazing experience of my life. That's so good. Yeah, so definitely very different births, as you yes. can tell. Yes, always prepares you for the next, I think. What yeah. do you feel like, um, besides the hypnosis, what do you feel like, anything else that you feel like really got you through the birth? Through the birth, I think um, oh, that I think having, having Paul and Ash there, um, and just being happy. I just made sure I always felt happy. Yeah. And if I felt myself slipping maybe twice, and, I, and that was in transition, um, and I just went, I'm okay, just relax. It's all good. Like, you're safe, you're fine. Yeah. Um, trust yourself. And that's just what I just kept telling myself, like, trust yourself. And if I did feel like I was getting a bit panicky, I would just put myself into a trance and it would just instantly relax me so I definitely feel like the main thing was just the hypno the hypnotherapy yeah it was having that tool behind me to be able to just relax my body and like everyone says like when your body's relaxed it responds um and I think that's why my labor was so quick as well like it was we got to the hospital at six o'clock and I'd had him by nine wow yeah so so it was definitely quick did you have any affirmations or anything that you thought about? No, I didn't actually. Um, no, I didn't have any affirmations because I never, I looked at a few and I don't know, I never re- resonated with any. Yes. Um, I might next time. Like I'm, I'll do it again. I'll see if any would maybe yeah, see make me feel. Yeah. But no, I didn't have any affirmations. I just enjoyed talking to Paul and Ash in between the contractions and I just enjoyed going into my trance more than anything. The, the big question did you tear? No, I didn't. And <gasps> oh my god, Casper was bigger, and he was bigger. So he was no epi. Is that what it's called? Um, yeah, no. the epi no, the epi no, epi no. Yeah, epi that. no. Go and get one. I need that prepare. in my life. 
Yeah, yeah. And prepare that for prepare your vagina, basically, because I did not not even a graze. Nothing. Like yeah, it and I guess positioning as well, like I was on all fours. Yeah. And he came out. So obviously that works in your favour. Um, I crowned for ages, so that worked in yeah, my and favor. You didn't really give it a big push, like when I it didn't really push him out. No, like I did, but Natural. I didn't. I, yeah, like it was so much more, um, more of a just a relaxed process than than before. So, yeah, I was, I was pretty impressed with that. I was like, yes. <laughs> before yeah. we go, it's so good to hear your experience. Is there anything that you would tell a first time mum or any advice you give them if they were asking or listening right now? Yeah, so do your research. Um, Google stages of labor. That's a big one. I feel like you need to understand what stage of labor yeah. is. Yeah, what's you know happening. what's happening with your body so you know how to control and yeah, exactly. know where you're at. Yeah, um, ask questions. Um, and have people at your labor that are going to make you feel safe and trusted, um, you know, and ones that, you know, you can say anything to them and they'll – They'll do what you ask or, you know, and, you know, yeah, just be in a safe space basically. The like, biggest thing I think has the biggest a big impact too is everyone just wants their partner. But for me, I was like even ha- like having a doula and you having your best friend. I think it's great having two people because you have two people to lean on. Sometimes you need more than that one person support, especially when they've got different mindsets and views and worries. Yeah, totally. Because like Paul is my rock and I love him and he was very much in tune with me. But Ash definitely calmed me in a different way. And I think it was actually her womanly, it was actually her womanly presence I Mm -hmm. felt was what really helped me. I needed Paul there as my anchor, as my love, um, but I needed my bestie there as that feminine energy Good. to and, and with her touching me as opposed to Paul touching me like he's got more of a manly <laughs> touch right and where she had more of like a a womanly um feminine touch and that's what actually helped me more so um, makes me question that maybe thousands of years ago when it was woman birthing women why was yeah. that why yeah. was that and why did it, why was my birth experience so different when I obviously I had a doula but a woman a very like exactly what you said very womanly and touching and obviously it's a different touch that your partner's giving you it feels different yes. but yes. It definitely yeah it calms you in a different way that your partner does definitely yeah yeah so like we, we'll we want to have a third baby um and Ooh, I'll 100% okay. have I would have a hundred percent have Paul and Ash there again, hundred percent. And I'll go with and I'll go with my um, obstetrician again. Like I loved my birth team, um, mm. and I'll definitely be speaking with Isaac again to give me a touch up on yes. hypnotherapy. I think I'm going to get off on that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's amazing. Well, thank you for asking me all these amazing questions and allowing me to share my birth story. Yes, I loved hearing it. It's so good to hear the comparison on how much the mind really has in that power of birth. Mm, definitely. And we all have a good birth story or two. <laughs> yes, love it. Beautiful. All right. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can find us on Instagram at holisticallyyou.podcast and we would love your support by leaving us a review. Bye for now.